this time on Kawhi Fi Radio, we discuss protagonist hair. But we already knew I was the protagonist. I have pink hair. You do have <laughs> pink hair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who's the protagonist? Look for the one with the wildest hair. Well, it's it's not you and me. <laughs> it's not me by a long <laughs> shot. We poorly explain the plot of Comey Can't Communicate. So it's like a snakes on a plane kind of situation. <laughs> no, it, no. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> and we talk about Josie, the tiger, and the fish. Mexico. Mexico. Jose. Jose. This young woman who calls herself Jose. <laughs> it's over 9,000. And welcome, you tuned into Kawaii Fi Radio, the podcast we dive into the world of anime and manga every fortnight. I'm Kyle, and joining me are my co hosts, Aaron. Yeah! And Emma as well! We dragged her back! Ah. <laughs> I never thought I'd come back! Kicking and screaming, there was some rope involved. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, as it turns out, we planned this episode last fortnight about going to see a film, and we went as a team. And then the team got sick. <laughs> the whole team, everybody. Pretty, pretty much everyone. I didn't, because uh, I didn't go. Yeah, hey. um, but you then went and saw it later. Um, now, because of that, that meant that Kenny, who went with us, couldn't see it. Fafa, who went with us, couldn't see it. And that obviously meant that uh, we were like, oh, what we're going to do. So... Most of them being sick and having a little less to talk about. Today's going to be a bit of a shorter episode this time around, so Emma's been called in to help because Hello. otherwise me and Aaron will just sit here and be like, oh, I We'll just make terrible just jokes. Just terrible jokes the entire episode. A couple of being guys. Just a couple of guys just being guys. We're going to talk about manly things, powerful things. While Protein sitting in checks. what is essentially my closet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, just because we haven't come out of the closet yet doesn't mean you have to shame us. This place is nice. It's a nice closet. It's a nice closet. The clothes really dampen the noise. So, <laughs> and you yeah. wouldn't, like, for, for those who have watched our YouTube videos, you wouldn't know that that was recorded in a closet. Yeah, that's but, true. Uh, mm. Well, it's not a closet. It's a very small second bedroom. Yes. But uh, that, that may change in the future, hopefully. We'll see. Anyway, um, we have completely digressed. What a surprise. Um, this episode, we are talking about Josie the Tiger and the Fish. It's a film, anime film, which landed in Australian cinemas uh, the last couple of weeks. So we went to check it out. Um, unsurprisingly, with there not being much at the cinemas at the moment, we went on a Wednesday night session and it was. it was chockers. Oh, absolutely. It was full. So um, Midday Cinema Club is really not. For me, hey. Midday cinema club? Nah. Yeah, no. Nah. I can't do it. Well, because you feel really tired after you go in. Yes, like movies are a nighttime experience. Uh, or at least afternoon. Yeah. Like you, well, you... I don't know. You guys went at like eight o'clock and I'm pretty much a bird. So <laughs> if the sun is up, I am up. If it is not, I am not. Uh, so we're on opposite rosters then. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You won't catch me before the sun goes down. I'm a vampire. Yeah. And no. I'm halfway between each of your rosters. So there you go. Um, and that's just because I'm lazy. No. <laughs> hey, dude, sleep is great. Sleep is amazing. Um, but look, um, this episode, we decided we are going to just kind of focus on Josie the Tiger and the Fish. We will obviously do our usual stuff as well, uh, but no second segment. And we'll see if we can maybe pull another mini episode out of the hat over the next week if everyone's feeling a bit better. But if not, we'll tell you what's going on after that anyway. Now, if you are enjoying what you've heard so far, and albeit it's a bit different from usual and all over the place and we can hear the cat scratching at the door to be let in because he's uh yeah we'll, we'll let him in because now that's everyone's some quality content right that's now that's some top tier content like oh, if, you, if you could see the little boy coming in he's like oh hello what's going on in here everyone signs up for the cat everyone signs up for the cat that's yeah. where it goes um <laughs> subscribe to our patreon <laughs> for more cat content <laughs> well, top tier cat content yeah uncensored cat photos um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, only our... cats yeah <laughs> now now, um, we are releasing uh, monthly anime videos on YouTube channel as well. So if you are one of our many wonderful podcast listeners, it would be greatly appreciated if you could head over to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button as well. You can find all the links in the episode description. Also, if you do want to support the channel, we have a Patreon with additional content you might want to check out, but we'll talk more about that later in the program. Um, there's still plenty to talk about this episode, but we need to get pretty much stuck straight into what we're watching. I have no idea how old I am or where I came from. Daddy! Oh, hi up! Hey, guys! I gotta go! I just... I have to know! Hooray! I did that thing! 
Well, as usual, there's a lot to watch, and unusually, I've not been watching much of it. What? You've been a busy boy. I have been very busy the past fortnight. Like, I know yeah. we, we always joke about, oh, we've been so busy. I've, yeah, I haven't stopped. Yeah. Um, but that didn't mean I didn't get a chance to read something. Ooh, yes. Um, well, uh. it's also similarly tied into Josie the Tiger and the Fish, because... There's, there's books in that. The reading is a big part of that movie. Reading is uh, a thing that people do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so um, I'm, I'm going to go from the top and talk about it. I've been reading Komi-san Can't Communicate, um, which I've, I've mentioned in passing um, a few times because the anime is coming out, and I'll probably do a video on it once the anime does come out. Um, but uh, it's uh, actually quite well done. Well, I feel like since it is um, Komi-san Can't Communicate, by reading the manga, you're not really missing out on much. No. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Well, what is it? It's about this girl who can't communicate. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So it's like a snakes on a plane kind of situation. <laughs> no, it, no. It is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> okay, well, um, the, the premise of it's quite simple. Um, there's a girl who's a stunning beauty, um, but everyone thinks she's aloof and cold to everyone around her. But the fact is, is that she just is inept at communicating with others. Um, and a guy from the class who's... Uh, his name's Tadano-kun, which is actually a pun to just be ordinary guy, his name means. And pun, puns wow. are a big part of this, actually. Mm -hmm. Oh, hello. Um, <laughs> yep, right, right up your street. <laughs> um, so the... Um, he ends up discovering that she can't communicate and they eventually build a friendship. And he discovers she wants to make a hundred friends. And that, that's her goal. Oh, and then once that's unveiled... You then discover why things have seemed so strange. Because every single person in this school is weird. Okay, so it goes from Komi-san can't communicate to how can we fix the quirkiness of this entire damn school? No, it, it goes to it, it goes from Komi can't communicate now that to Komi wants to make friends, but all of her friends are gonna be weirdos. Um So it's like or just Komi can't communicate, but also how the heck is everybody else doing it? Because they're so weird. <laughs> yep. Um, so everyone's name is a pun on the character archetype they're meant oh, no. to be. Um, there's a Yandere girl and her name is a pun on her being um, a little Yandere. You know, she's a little bit on that uh, way. There's um, a really fiery girl who's athletic and her name is a pun on fire. Um, and the same sort of thing. So everyone's name is a pun hmm. on their quirk. Oh, okay. um, and Comey's name is actually a pun on communicating. Wait, wait, well. wait. A pun on their quirk. So this is my hero? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Personality quirk, no. not manifested quirk. Oh, come on. <laughs> Give me something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, it's it ends up providing some really funny, silly little moments that everyone gets stuck into. Um, like the Ander girl kidnapping um, the main guy and him being in her closet when Comey's invited over for the first time. Oh, so that's what's happening here. Yeah, 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 oh. yeah. It's exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> don't, look don't, the for help. don't look behind the clothes. Um, <laughs> I don't want to make a hundred friends. No. That's a lot of people. It's a lot of effort. Uh, it's not many people. Well, I think that's a lot of people. A hundred people in one space is a lot. <laughs> but like, if you have a hundred friends, they could be all over the world. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. yeah. Um, but yeah, look, the, the story is a lot of fun, and when this does get animated, um, it's going to be really well done by the looks of that preview trailer. It's very, like, despite Comey not communicating well, when there's basically two styles to how she's drawn. There's the you know beautiful line art one where she looks like a distinguished figure, you know, like a this beautiful, elegant sort of Japanese beauty style of character. And then there's the character you see most of the time, which is where hardly any of her face is drawn. It's just the big eyes. And it's a sort of a comedy. It's her sort of shell shock to situations um, or with cat ears in that same sort of thing to show her emotions. So, like, what's her deal? Um, she's socially awkward and yeah. it comes from her father. Oh, okay. I was going to uh, say. Her father is identical. Um, her brother also is identical, and her mum is the polar opposite. Uh, Chenny box? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, whatever I mean, that look, family dynamic is, it works. I do mm. love those couples. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're like the straight one and then like the wacky one. 
Yeah. That's one of yeah. my favourite kind of tropes. Yeah. I was going to say, we're not a trope. We're not a trope. We're both wacky. We're both wacky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whack them all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so look, um, that Komi-san Can't Communicate has been released by Viz Media Worldwide. Definitely worth checking out if you can get a hand of the copies, get a hold of the copies. At the moment, they're pretty hard to come by, but um, they're definitely worth checking out. I believe Viz also has it available digitally to read as well. So... Look, if you if you want a good sort of comedy series which uh, is set in a school and is slice of life, but heartwarming and not you know it it it's going in a direction, but it doesn't feel boring. Yeah, it's sort of like Hori Mia. Oh yeah, it's sort of like Hori Mia, just a longer mm. burn. And there's there's three hundred and something chapters out, and it focuses more on the main characters rather than just everyone. Oh, yeah, else. yeah, <laughs> like Hor- Hori Mia's manga kind of diverted off and just looked at all the side characters for a hundred chapters and everyone in the fan community calls it the nuclear winter because it was during winter of the school year and it just lasted for ages um but look worth worth reading if you want now you've been going back in time aaron to have a look at a classic so far back in time and uh i i I don't think this is gonna catch anyone off guard so please what have you been watching i've been watching the original dragon ball Mm -hmm. Um, yeah well like when I run out of things to watch, like, I like need baby some... Goku. Yeah, baby Goku. Oh, and the red ribbon. Yeah, and red the red ribbon, ribbon army, army and yeah. Emperor Pilaf and all of that. Um, Memories. Yeah. <laughs> well, I never watched it when I was younger, so this is. You see, neither did I. Actually. Yeah, because we didn't really have access to it. No, like when I think in Australia, because we got Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. Straight up. Straight off. We the bat. did get Dragon Ball for a period on Cheese TV. Yeah. Um, original I, Dragon Ball. I think it just didn't do as well because it's more story orientated than fight orientated. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I, I, rem- I vaguely remember seeing some of it at mm. some point. Yeah. But I only know tidbits. Well, yeah. it's not really that memorable because, like, Dragon Ball Z, you go, oh, the fight with Freezer, the fight with Cell, you know, it's the, got those the arcs big... are like infamous. Yeah. But with Dragon Ball, it's like little, little bumps on a long road. Mm. Um, and yeah, mm. it's been so much fun going back and watching that because now I actually get to experience it and it's a long enough series that it keeps me entertained when I watch all of this week's episodes of everything <laughs> else. Because <laughs> y- you run out of stuff to watch. And you're you like, do. E- e- Surely the like nostalgia of it would just be so heartwarming as well. That too. That would like, keep you going. The intro song gets me every time. <laughs> oh... Headshot? No, it's not no, Headshot. That not was Headshot. It was the yeah. other one. Yeah. yeah, Dragon, Dragon. No, 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 no that's Z. Oh. So, um, yeah, the, that was the English the and one? Japanese ones. So, yeah, so for Dragon Ball Z, you've got Headshala, which is the Japanese version. God, it's an absolute song. bop. Yeah, but then oh, we got here legendary. Dragon, Dragon Ball, Ball of Dragon. Yeah, Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> so uh, I think it's so silly. Dragon Soul, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's called, Dragon Soul. It's good. It's really. Why is it not called Dragon Balls? Because that's too on the nose. <laughs> and it's capturing the dragon's soul. Okay. It's an intimate series. Okay. It's very it's very intimate, you know, with oolong stealing knickers and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> bunny suits and Yamcha not being able to talk to girls. Yeah. I feel bad for Yamcha. I actually read the um have you read the reincarnated as Yamcha short form uh doujin that was written? No, I haven't. So a guy um got permission from Akira Toriyama to release this as on as part of a celebration of I think it was 25 years of Dragon Ball. Wow. Um and Shonen Jump uh, published for the four chapters of it. And it's basically a character's isekai into Dragon Ball into Yamcha during Dragon Ball. During so, Dragon Ball? Dra- Dragon Ball. Oh, and wow. he's a he's a massive fan of the series and knows that if he doesn't shape him up, he's going to die. Oh. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) It's actually really good. Okay, Because it sounds like a a fan fiction. It It, it, kind of like a Mary Sue fan fiction. Well, no, it was done as like a story to like celebrate um, how big of an impact Dragon Ball had had on Mm. the shonen genre. Mm. And the guy who does it, it's, it's good, but he gets to a point where he... You know, reaches his full potential and he can't go any further. Yeah. But well, then he discovers there's another person who's been isekai'd. Oh. And they meet up. Oh. Turns out it's a time loop. If you die, you start again. Oh, This no. guy's been through it a oh, lot of times. Oh, okay. Yeah. And oh, then, no. you know, they hated each other to start with and they start fighting and all that and then they eventually end up bonding over their love for the franchise. 
oh, and then sweet. end up discovering a yeah. way to get home. It ends up as a really good sort of like a love letter, if you will, to the Dragon Ball culture and why so many people fell in love with it because they could see themselves as the characters. Okay, yeah, yeah now you got me. That okay, sounds, yeah, yeah, now I'm interested. That sounds super like, sweet. If it had just been, oh yeah, I'm living Yamcha's life. Like, yeah. here's the arc. Okay, I'm I, like, Cyberman got me. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, so he actually beats the Cyberman. Oh wow! Yeah, he uh, he takes down um, what's his name uh, Napa. Oh damn! But then Vegeta, obviously much higher power level, and he, the only reason he can take down Napa is because he knows Napa's moves beforehand. Yeah. So uh, you know he's not powerful enough. Yeah. No. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. It's well, really good. it's like Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's a lot of people who play as Yamcha because he's good if you know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. In this story, he goes and goes to. Um, Namek well before they're meant to go to Namek because he knows where the spacecraft is. <laughs> so he goes straight to Namek, gets his power his power unleashed to maximum level oh, yeah. and comes back oh, before no. the Guru, yeah. roll up. Yeah. Um, and he goes up and goes, the guy's like, how did he know you were here? <laughs> He's like, yep. be quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, I mean, Dragon Ball's on everything now, isn't it? Well, I've been watching it on, I think it's Anime Lab. Yeah. Which is now Funimation. Yeah, that, that whole mess, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, look, um, if you haven't seen the original Dragon Ball, it's a very different take. Way different. Mm. Um, so don't go into it expecting action, action, action. Expect, like, if you've ever heard of Journey of the West, it's that. Yeah, J- Journey of the West was a massive, massive part of Japanese culture. Oh, yeah. It's a huge, like, story. And and Chinese culture, for that matter. Yeah. Like, it, it's a story which ended up in on both continents quite comfortably. That's Monkey, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Monkey. Yeah. 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 That's the most common telling of it, yeah. That's, that is such a good show. Which is why Goku has the monkey tail. Yeah. <laughs> and it's why he also has the extendable pole. Yes. And why yeah. he has the flying, flying nimbus. nimbus. And yeah. Yeah. Yep, all, all from that tail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because, you know, Japan do not care about copyright. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's why they've also got Oolong, who's supposed to be Pigsy. Uh, ah, yeah. I didn't put that together. Yeah. That's great. Mm. Alrighty. Now. My turn. Emma's been watching something that mm-hmm. I watched many mm. years ago and forgot about how it ended and then recommended it to her. Is it Metabots? <laughs> no. But I, now, now I want to watch Metabots. I remember the Metabots game. But anyway. Um, it's uh, My Yoiga, The Lost Village. Boy, is that a ride. Like, you know the theory of the first three episodes? That's how you capture your audience? Your three yeah. episode rule, yep. Did it hook me in those three episodes? Yes. <laughs> and it was like, uh, I'm pretty, Carl, I'm pretty sure you could hear me from the living room going, oh, Yep. Oh no! Oh no! 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 <laughs> no! I don't. What is that? Um, because uh, he said you told me it was like a psychological mm-hmm. kind of thriller. Yeah. No, those first three episodes are like straight up horror. Oh jeez. Yeah. yeah, like a body floats down a river, and I'm like, huh? where's that guy been? Where happened? Oh, hey, look at the time. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, um, now j- just because we are talking about something that might seem at first glance uh, age-inappropriate, yeah. no, no one dies. No no one dies. Other than that body floating down the river. That's not a body. Yeah, oh. so, yeah. yeah, he's fine. It's a piece of tofu. Yeah, he's chill. <laughs> um, I mean, I know <sighs> that's a bit of spoiler for it, but I can't actually recommend watching it. I wouldn't. Look, I was thinking about it. I was thinking about it today, and if I was to rate it out of ten, I'd pretty much give it like a six point five, which might seem a little harsh, but it's really, it gets really tedious. There's nah. some characters out of the thirty. Yeah. So Ca- the it's cast of cast I should of explain the premise. <laughs> yes. Good plan. <laughs> <laughs> a group of maybe twenty people get on a bus and they're headed to Nanaki Village, which is like a secret hidden village. In the leaf? No. (laughs) (laughs) It's not Naruto. We've talked about this. (laughs) And um, they, they find it, they find this kind of bus tour online and they all are pretty much wanting to leave their old life behind. Um, And when they arrive in this village, they expect it to be, you know, this sort of paradise and somewhere they can restart everything. Money has no value anymore. They can just do what they whatever want. There's no law. Uh, but the village is abandoned, Ooh. yet well-maintained. Mm-hmm. Spicy. Spicy indeed, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're all kind of like, cool, and they just happily move in and then... They all start hearing, you know, 
a bear in the woods. Yeah, they find bloody claw marks in the forest. Wait, isn't that a similar premise to the Citadel from Mass Effect? They just find it and it's well maintained. Yeah, yeah, that's true, actually. (laughs) (laughs) That Um, is a plot point for it. So yeah, go figure. Yeah, Um, so they hear they hear like bear noises and you know, and it's not until later down the track that they all realise that not everyone's hearing a bear. Some people are hearing laughter. But yeah, but basically, there's a few mishaps um, on the way. They get there. The first three episodes, all this drama as you're introduced to like 30, 20 yeah. characters on a bus. And so many people. It's, look, it's not great. It's, look. It, it had the potential. It had a lot of potential, but unfortunately, it didn't have the budget. So it's only 12 episodes. So I smashed it out in like two days. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so you can just kind of sit there and watch it all. But the, a lot of the characters actually aren't explored and there is no reason for them being there. Mm. They have no, there's no plot around them at all. Like there's a sexy lady, but she doesn't do anything. We don't see her backstory. We don't know why she's there. Mm. She doesn't do anything, you know, sexy that you'd think, you know, might convince other people to come to her side or do whatever she wants. But n- none of that. We don't get yep. anything. <laughs> She's kind of like Chekhov's gun in that sense, you know? If you introduce something and then you don't use the thing, what's the point of the thing? Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of characters in this story that are like that. Pre- pretty much half the cast. Yeah. So 10? Like 15, 10 okay. to 15. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, if they would had a bus of 15 people going to a town, it would feel a lot emptier. So maybe those extra 15 are there just to balance it out. Yeah. I just think it would have been a more rounded show if they were able to share everyone's backstories Yeah, and uh, use that as plot devices rather than just... And this is an original anime as well. So Diamedia with the studio behind it. Um, and when there are, it's an original, you rarely get more than 12 episodes. Uh, but yeah. there are exceptions to the rule, especially yeah. if it's something that's like a... Like Megalobox, for instance, because it had a big heritage attached to it and the team behind it. But a lot of them aren't great. Like we, we saw it with the tennis one. Prince of, of Tennis? No, it was like something between the stars or something like that. It's boys playing soft tennis. Um, original series, drama heavy. It was meant to be 24 episodes. The guy planned it to be 24 episodes. It got halfway through production told actually you're only getting 12. Yikes. Oh, dang. Yeah, and he's still been fighting for the past three years to try and find a way to get the rest of it out. Problem is, is that once it's done, people forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so this, basically everyone has their own monster in this show, mm. but because you, they only focus on about uh, five to eight people, that's all you see. So you see maybe five like monsters, then you have like, 10 to 15 other people who are just there and never have any grief or anything. There's no yeah. there's no character development for them. There's no conflict for them. They're not involved in any major plot device or plot point. They're just... They're like, living their best life. For like three episodes, they're literally just lying around. So I... That's how I spent yeah. three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> just lying around? Just lying around. <laughs> look. Uh. So look... Um, you're not far off the the consensus on it. It's on a five point five oh, wow. on uh, uh-huh. my anime list from ninety five thousand mm. votes, and most of the uh, reviews do kind of uh, either that someone loves it um, or they utterly hate it. Like it's it's very, very divisive. polarizing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. And look, I'll be honest. If I was going to recommend like a psychological horror or something to someone, this wouldn't be it. It'd be Higurashi. Yeah, it'd be something like Higurashi or you know any anything along that sort of vein where the story is well developed and well planned out. Yeah. Whereas because this is like this had a manga written after it, after it aired, and it's got it's on the same rating. Yeah. <laughs> well, so they don't expand any further in the manga. Like I said, the first three episodes are really good, mm. and then I just needed to know what happens. But I was annoyed for the for the last nine episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then the ending was very lackluster. Yeah. Oh yikes. So, well, that, that, it's up to you, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Mayo Iga, 
five out of ten. <laughs> the Lost yeah. Village. Um, well, if you have been watching anything this fortnight, drop it in the comments. We'd love to know what you guys are checking out as well. Um, same thing with the mangas. Go if you found an interesting series that you reckon we should be talking about. Let us know as well. Um, and with that, let's uh, kind of get on to our main topic of discussion. Kawaii Fi Radio. We'll be there on time. There's 20 minutes of ads. Cinema Club. Oh, there was 20 minutes of ads this time. Oh, and they're all... Only 20? They were very targeted. They oh, were yeah. Very, very targeted. Um, at, at the movies? Yep. Yeah. They were anime ads. Oh, they, Well, they okay. were anime ads, or uh, one of the banks here has the same ad in four different people playing it. So they've got... Um, it's about, you know, a guy arrives in Australia... Uh. And then his friend, his family member or friend who's been here for 10 years already picks him up and takes him on. But they've got one oh. where they've got... You know the one? Yeah, I yeah. know yeah. So They've got one where they've got a, a guy from India who does it. They've got a guy who's come from Southeast Asia who's done it. They've got one for Africa as well. And then they've got, you know, the plain old white people one as well. Um, and The mayonnaise. Depending on what movie you go and see, it will depend on what ad you get. Does it have <laughs> the same voiceover for each of them? Because I've only seen the Southeast Asian one. No, no, it's... Uh, yeah, I've only voice. ever seen that one as well. Um, I've seen the Indian one when I went and saw a Bollywood film, mm. and I've only seen the African one being used online as an advert. Okay. I haven't seen it at the cinemas because I haven't seen any African films recently. Hmm. Um, but, um, yeah, like, uh, it's just kind of like... I, I get what you guys are trying to do, but it also comes across as disingenuous. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, you know what is really annoying? I actually quite like the ad. Yeah. I think it's really cute. Same. I it's like really how at the end... He's the one looking after the yeah, new person yeah. coming into the friends, country. Yeah. We're not sponsored by ComBank, um, and you probably shouldn't go with them based on my experiences, actually. So there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's a good ad. Yeah, <laughs> but their marketing department is ad. working schmick. They, yeah, they're, they're, yeah they're, <laughs> whoops, that wasn't meant to be a regular <laughs> scratch, but we'll take it. It worked really well. Um, but look, let's talk about what we did actually go and see at the cinemas, and it was Josie the Tiger and the Fish. And the Pussycats. Mm. Josie, <laughs> yes, the Tiger and the Pussycats. Um, it's a a 2020 anime film done by Studio Bones. It's a romance drama comedy. Now, I'm not too sure on that last one. I didn't uh, really laugh out loud at it at all. I don't all. see the comedy no, at no. all. There was definitely no. no laughing out loud moments, but there was kind no. of like chortle moments. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like a. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she was she was sassy. She was sassy. So oh, every yeah. now and then she'd say something that I'd be like. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. You know? Yeah, but I, I think that's like you know. You wouldn't exactly describe Marvel films as comedies, except for um, what do you Guardians. call Guardians, Guardians, the Galaxy, and that's why Guardians is my favorite. Exactly, <laughs> but like you know, like in Thor, they put elements of comedy, and they did the same in um, Captain America and Iron Man. In the third, they put in elements <laughs> of comedy. This is true. The third, yeah, the film Taika was, Waititi. The first yeah. two because, was not good. That's because Taika's a god. Oh yeah. Um, now of thunder, uh, <laughs> please. He's a Maori. He's a Maori. <laughs> yeah. Everything they touch is gold. Does that mean I'm gold? Yes. Excellent. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Gold okay. plated. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> so Josie um, is directed by Kotaro Tamaru. It's his first film as a director, but it's not his first time as a director. He was also uh, directed 2014's Noragami series on, for Netflix. Um, it's not well known. It's to do with like um, basically gods being in Tokyo sort of thing, but not comedy. It's is it the Jesus Buddha one? No, no. Oh. No, that's that's <laughs> great. That um, We need to watch that in full and then do an episode on it. When you yeah. say Japanese gods in Tokyo, I immediately just thought of Gantz. Yeah, no, no, oh, not, no, not no, like no, 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 it's no, not like that. No, we would not do an episode on Gantz. <laughs> no, we will do an episode on Gantz for the Patreon um, hey. because oh, that's that that's the safe space, and you know. Ooh, it, let's do a horror one for the Patreon. So, f well, like for the, I'll um, be there. I was going to say yeah, for I'll the Halloween episode, we have the PG episode for the yeah. normal episode and the horror one for the Patreon. Um, but look, um, Nor Noragami was interesting. I'm going to go back and check it out if I can find it. I hope it's still on Netflix's service. Um, but it's the actual film itself is based on a Japanese short story of the same name by Seiko Tanabe. She was a pretty big writer in Japan. Um, like She wrote a lot of sort of classic books, but she's not prolific she hasn't got tons i think this is, she's got about 15 um and that was written in 1984 
Wow. So, yeah. Since then, there's been a 2003 live-action film in Japan, and obviously they take elements from the story which are similar to what we saw on the screen. Um, And then a uh, South Korean one in 2020, which is just called Josie. Josie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I would like to see that. And then the Mexican one called Jose. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Why why did I not bring the taco in? (laughs) We've got a taco attached to the fridge that Emma got for a birthday card where you press it and it goes... Yeah. I love that thing so much and I'm probably going to destroy its battery by how much I use it. Yeah. But look, I don't think this is going to be a film for everyone. No, I don't think it'd be nah. a film for everyone. Nah, straight up no. Because it's... Because I'm on the fence about it. Same. Like, um, don't I, get me wrong. I cried. I enjoyed it as a love story. Yeah. But I don't think I'd go back. Like, if somebody was like, oh, yeah, we've got all these movies, I would never pick Josie off the shelf. Yeah, true. Yeah, you wouldn't. Yeah. Um, And that's a shame because, like, the artwork is <sighs> nice. Oh, I love the art. The style. character lines are a lot more rugged, sort of like traditional hand drawn, which is yeah. really nice as a contrast to the beautiful. backgrounds. You can definitely tell they had two different teams you working can. on backgrounds yeah. and characters because the backgrounds are done very almost painted, and then the characters are very drawn, and it's very. There's a distinct difference if you're looking for it. Mm-hmm. Like if you're not looking for it, you can kind of blend them together. But yeah. otherwise, it's... But they are, they are definitely different teams. That's typical. Like, usually mm. you outsource your in-between cells and your background cells to another studio. Mm. There are spots of CGI. Yes. But yeah. they meld quite nicely. Very nice. Yeah, surprisingly, They're, they weren't jarring. Yeah, they just used them for really specific scenes. So there's one scene where we're at Josie and her grandmother's house Mm. and the way that the camera kind of tilts around the front door kind of makes it it to me that's the kind of shot that you would have with a diorama Mm. yeah so it yeah it had a different kind of 3d feel to it which I thought was really cool yeah it it, they do do a lot of interesting sort of film style stuff Mm. in it as well um but I guess we should probably tell you what this film's about. <laughs> what is it about? It's about Josie, a tiger and a fish. Um, oh, the tiger eats I the see. fish and then goes after Josie. No. Um, <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it's a food chain? <laughs> it's, a, it's the food chain. No, um, so Sunio, a ordinary college student and avid diver, unexpectedly becomes the caretaker of a wheelchair-bound young woman in order to raise money for his dream to go diving in Mexico and study over there. This young... Mexico. Mexico. Jose. Jose. Um <laughs> this, young, <laughs> this young woman who calls herself Jose. <laughs> uh, Josie, after her favourite book character is sullen and demanding, I'm just going to call him Sunio, helps Josie interact with the outside world and learns more about Josie's unique perspective. Their feelings grow into love. The two begin to support each other in ways beyond just romance. Now, I don't agree with those last two lines at all. Mm. Um, I think that's really taken... A big leap there. Um, because learn more about Josie's unique perspective. Not really. No. No, not at all. No. no hey, I'm, I'm, are no. you talking about the last quarter of the film? No. Kind of, well, he's kind of forced to learn that perspective. Yeah. By no, he does. He refuses that perspective. He does. He but... doesn't learn anything about it. Like, mm-hmm. he, he just learns about how to overcome it. Yeah. Rather than and keep moving towards his dream, rather than you know appreciating the life that he still has, despite the fact that she is basically where he is, basically where she is in life. Mm-hmm. So, so the the story deals with a lot of themes to do around uh, to do with disability, mm-hmm. and it also showcases you know the problems Japan has with how disabled people are treated. Yeah. You know, a lot of people will interact with them as if they should be able-bodied, which is, you know, incredibly problematic. Um, and, you know, for any of our listeners who are in that situation, you know, my deepest respects to you guys for doing what you do. It's It takes a lot to be as strong and willing as you Oh, actually, be. watch the film and then mm. um, write in and let us know what you think. Yeah. yeah. Is it a good portrayal? Is it a bad portrayal? I mean, yeah. it, it's hard for us to know. Um, but look, the characters are pretty well drawn. Like they're diverse. They're not all you know cookie cutter, no. which is really nice. He he is what I affectionately um, call the onho character. The oh no, he's hot one. <laughs> okay, see to me, he just looks like Haru from Free. 
Well, straight up, he's Hiro from Free. <laughs> Actually, yeah, they both like swimming. Yeah, we brunette, see them in the ocean. blue eyes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's straight up the same dude. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> he's Cookie Cutter. Um, Josie, or her actual name, which which is Yamamura Kumiko, um, definitely doesn't kind of fit in with a lot of the traditional characters that we see. She does remind me of the girl from oh, the sort of mystical series for a couple of years ago she it's a girl who's got um a prosthetic limb leg prosthetic arm and a missing eye um a solid eye and it's to do with um japanese folklore like she gave part of her body to communicate with the folklore uh like the folk speech (gasps) that's awesome yeah it's a really it's a really interesting uh series see Um, she kind of reminded me of haru okunumura from persona 5 because they've got oh. similar hair. Similar haircut, yeah. Well, see, because of the hair, I was thinking of Marnie was here. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're kind of fluffy, pretty. Okay, I guess we've got to take it back. They're all cookie-cutter characters. They're all cookie-cutter. <laughs> okay. yeah, but just does. because they're cookie-cutter characters does not mean they're not good characters. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I mean, cookies are delicious. Exactly. <laughs> I would not be this big if they were not. <laughs> but well. you've got them... They're the two main characters. Mm. Alongside them, you've got Josie's grandma, which is Yamamura Chizu, and his work friend, Ninomi Amai, and Matsura Hayato. Um, now, Mai has a crush on our main character. It's very obvious from it's the start. It's very obvious. So there's like, that's no spoilers. She's yeah. kind of hoping that he'll one day call her my lover. Yeah. yeah. Mine. <laughs> my <laughs> lover? What about my Valentine? It's not subtle at all. Uh, <laughs> um, Yu-Gi-Oh episode? <laughs> yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh episode time. Um, but look, it's her stance is that she's not going to approach him because she knows his dream is to go to Mexico and do his you know, uni degree over there and so on. Travel abroad. And she's and, just yeah. quietly suffering the, oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Never of. mind that scene on the boat where she's like angled perfectly and talking to him yeah and i yeah. was like no dude could miss that signal no. yeah no. oh no, but by, by the way she was in a bikini because they had just been diving and she mm. had taken a wetness wetsuit off mm-hmm. um but look you've got those two and then for josie you've got the librarian um kishimoto kana who in my opinion is the best female character oh, in straight up film. hands down best character i love her give She's me a movie so about awesome. her yeah <laughs> I'd love a b- movie about a librarian. Yeah, and cute I, I don't as hell. Books, books to it, kids and yeah. like yeah. the yeah. people you meet day to day. I used to be a librarian. Oh really? Yeah, I went oh, to. Oh, that as... explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> why you're so good with kids? Yes, I used to work at a at a library. It's why you're the best character on this podcast right now. Oh, thanks. <laughs> That's so sweet. No offense, Aaron. It's also a self burn. But I, we already I, knew I, I was I'm the protagonist. I have pink hair. You do have. <laughs> pink oh yeah. Hair. Like it's like who's the protagonist? Sorry, Look for the one with the wildest hair. Yeah. Well, it's, it's not you and me. <laughs> it's not me by a long <laughs> shot. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say unless we have like you know the massive shing for your. Yeah. head just oh. like with one punch man it's it's yeah. not gonna really work no see this is what happened you trained so hard at being an anime man and all that that you've gone bold oh no i was <laughs> gonna say i'm the spiral king from good in the gun oh that works too that beard m- bold dad done yeah. done yep Perfect. yep that's true um but, <laughs> so look um the, the film I, I know we're kind of bagging on the film a bit um i think this is a film that's worth seeing once yeah. But yeah. it's not something you're going to want to own on home media. No. It's not something you're going to want to rush to see. And whether you or not you see it in the cinema is entirely up to you. But, like, if you are going to see it in the cinema, maybe take a special someone. Yeah. Like, have a nice romantic evening, dinner, the movie, and then, you know, talk yeah, about it afterwards. That's true. Yeah. 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 It would be a good date night film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I took Aaron and Kenny. Yeah. <laughs> Great date night. <laughs> Great date night. Hey, you tried to take me, and I, I said, you. baby, you're on your own. <laughs> well, you were just like, it I'm starts at 8 bed. o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, I mean, th- this is a film that isn't perfect. No, it's, but it's hard to do that these days. It, it's very hard to do it. And yeah, there, nothing's perfect. There, there are... Except for me. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to be perfect because that means there's no way you can improve. Mm. Yeah, but that means less energy I have to invest in improving. It's too hard to maintain, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, um, th- there's a couple of key moments throughout the film that we kind of want to talk about without giving spoilers. Mm. Yes, we're going to try and keep it as clean as possible. So mm. I think, first and foremost, the pacing is not great. No. It, it takes a long time yeah. to get to that final act. 
and like there's a lot of time skips, but you're not sure how long they are or what's going on yeah. or what's happened. Honestly, I'm not even convinced that final act is needed. Mm. No. So a big event happens, and then it all kind of comp- the movie almost completely changes. Yeah. From yeah. that point on, we'll, we'll call this the critical event. Yes. Um, critical. Uh, a, a lot of stuff has happened between uh, Josie and Sunio, and Sunio. I'm butchering that name so much. Are you trying to sing that to like Studio? Studio. Is it supposed to be studio? It's not studio, it's su su studio. It's a song by Phil Collins, and I'm yeah. pretty yeah, sure... That's yeah, that's the, that's the, yeah. Yeah, that's the one we were I'm pretty sure he wrote that song, and he intended to put a different word in there, but he liked, you know, the pacing of su su studio, but then he couldn't find anything to fit. So he just thought, <laughs> well, now it's you know a love what? song. I'm Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> I can do what I want. We're just going to make this work. Well, and um, <laughs> he did. Well, Sorry. it should have been su 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 This would have been better, um, but... Sunio and Josie get closer. Um, there's a few events that happen which change Josie's life. And then this critical event happens at about the three quarters mark of the yeah. film. Yeah, really far now, downstream. We, we, we've met, we discussed this before when we're talking about Japanese films. They don't obey the Western three act structure. Mm. Um, they can have six acts, they can have one act, um, they can have two. Um, but, you know, often we'll find that, you know, a major change in characters will come either early in the film or late, but not, never in the middle. Um, Actually, that's a point. We should probably um, have a look into traditional Japanese theatre mm-hmm. to see how kabuki? they're set up. Yeah, kabuki. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Kabuki show. Nice. Um, now, um, this critical event changes the dynamic of the story. It changes the way it's going. And it also slows it down as well. Because yeah. Yeah. It, it really feels like it's dragged out. This goes for, I think, uh, an hour and 40 minutes around that. Something like that. And you could probably chop 20 minutes of it out. Well, like, not to say that the rest of the movie yeah. isn't going fast. It's, like, kind of cruising. But yeah. once it hits that point, it's, like, staggering. Mm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is it? Shoot. <laughs> is this bad? Much like Kumiko at the beginning of the movie, she's traveling f- fine, and then she just goes downhill fast. <laughs> <laughs> yikes. You're not wrong, but wow. yikes. <laughs> that is how the movie opens, by the yeah, way. Yeah, Josie like, right, flying down a hill. Um, it's interesting the, the way that... Her wheelchair's out of control, that's yeah, why. And then she glomps him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Glomping, I forgot about that. Oh. The, the thing which is I, I find a bit interesting about that scene is that is... That, idea of a scene, the downhill travel and crashing into the main character mm. is consistent across all the live action films. However, Josie's it's a different situation in each film. In the live action Japanese one, she's in a pram even as an adult. Wow. Yeah, what? because the grandma in that film can't afford a wheelchair. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. Yep. Well, the grandma's a bit more well off in this movie. In the South yeah. Korean rendition, she has a knife. What? Yep. Yep. The grandma or Josie, <laughs> and the film's just called Josie, so you know it's almost like Mandy. It's, okay, know. so she Ooh. flies and she kills him. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know why she's carrying the knife. I haven't watched it. I haven't been able to get access to it. But look, I mean, it, it's it's a bit of a strange thing, and the 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 story comes pretty much full circle at the end. Um, but I have to say, the last big ponf- conflict after that critical event is solved is dumb. It's yes. really dumb. Yeah. 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 No, you were so upset about it that once we left the cinema, you were like, this is stupid. Because I had an ex exactly like that. Ah. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, so, yeah, uh, that, that kind of hit it a bit too a bit too close for me. I was just like, no, that they shouldn't be together. That's completely unfair behavior mm. from Josie to the main character. Yes. Um, but look, I mean, let, let's talk about some of the good things. Some of the good things. The animation's really nice. Yes. It's um, really smooth. It's really heartwarming, especially seeing Josie sort of kind of grow. Yeah. Oh, I like, mean, she definitely grows. And there's that scene where, you know, the first major event happens and she realizes she has to grow up. Mm. Well, yeah. So her, her parents passed away. So her grandmother's looking after her. Mm-hmm. And her grandmother is terrified of anything happening to her. Well, she's, yeah, terrified of the state of her grandchild. And she just sees her as a fragile child. So at the beginning of the film, she's in, you know, frilly dresses and isn't allowed to leave the house. Um, And over the course of the film, 
with uh, Sunio's help, she does kind of, you know, go out into the world, start realizing, you know, mm. I can't live like this. I, you know, I actually want to be. There's yeah. a whole world out there. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole load of things to do. Yeah. So there's quite a pivotal moment where you really notice that um, she starts dressing nicely. Mm -hmm. um, the grandma uh, does notice this at one stage and she just bursts out with laughter because she's so happy to see yeah, her, growing. her growing up. Um, and all uh, these characters are like meant to be like out of school. Sort of, yeah. Age. They're like college, college um, age, like around twenty. He's twenty-two and she's twenty-four. She's older than him. Oh, she wow. is. Yeah. Wow, I had May, no idea. May and um, and uh, Hayako, Hayato, Josie, <laughs> mm -hmm. May and no, the librarian and Josie are the same age. Oh, Kana. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Kana and yeah, because they, they do mention that. Um, and at the very beginning. The I mean, you literally saw this Haya today. It's yeah. been like a week for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hay Hayato does, you know, make fun of Sunio at one point saying, you know, you can't waste your life away working all these jobs, trying to save for Mexico. You only have the summer of 22 once. Yeah, I do remember that. So actually, I thought yeah. it was 2022. 20 <laughs> <No>. oh. <laughs> oh, oh. And then, yeah, he finds out that Josie's 24 oh. and he's like, oh, you're older. And mm. she's like, what? <laughs> it, it, I, which I is, completely missed that. Mm. Well, she's she acts so much younger. She does. She does. Well, because sorry, she my was... moustache is annoying me. So I'm oh, okay. Yeah. I thought there was something on my face. <laughs> no, no, I was. Because you were looking like straight at me and doing it. I was like, like yeah. yes, I, look at me groom okay? my moustache. So <laughs> 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 the to those looking at home, be glad you can't see me grooming my moustache with my fingers. Um, but oh, anyway, we should probably explain where the tiger and the fish come in. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so, Sunio is actually a fish. <laughs> That's why he goes diving so much. He's actually a fish. And the grandma is a tiger. Yeah, which is why she keeps her locked in a zoo like prison. <laughs> God. Done and done. Okay, that's no, a wrap, guys. Okay. So Wrong. The, 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 there's a tiger at the zoo that they see repeatedly. Um. Uh. Yeah. No. There's well, a point kind before of. that. So the grandmother that as well. says that everybody outside of the house are beasts. Yes. Tigers who are just ready to attack. Yeah. And that's where the tiger comes in. So yes. that's why she's so afraid of tigers and she goes to see the tiger with Sunio because she's like, I'm brave with you. And he's like, Ugh. Is that why you're breaking my arm by gripping it so tight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the the fish is to do with Sunio's story, um, to do with something that is... The clarion angel fish? Yes, the clarion angel fish, which yes. plays a very Name important drop. role. <laughs> yes. I, I, I love fish and marine stuff and oh. like... I don't it, care for fish. I love the aquarium. If anybody hears this and you want to take me on a special date, take me to the aquarium. Ooh. I will fall for you like that. <laughs> oh, Under the glowing lights of the jellyfish tank. Well, on the reverse <laughs> sushi train. Oh, gosh. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is a reverse sushi train because it's a conveyor belt that people ride on that fish stare at you on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so in Perth, our, aquar uh, our aquarium has a little conveyor belt that goes through like a tunnel. Yeah, built so into the tank. For, for our friends in the US, you might be aware that um, I think it's New York's aquarium or somewhere near that has a massive underground, which is, well, underwater sort of tube, which you can mm. walk through. Ours has a, a travelator in it and it just moves you along on it like you're on a giant sushi train. Yeah. yeah. So it's the reverse sushi train. <laughs> yeah. Um, which, you know, it's, it's <laughs> hilarious. The, I'm, the I'm never in. not going to think that now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Emma, want to go on a date to the reverse <sighs> sushi train? <laughs> no, baby, I'm already a snack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be She got taken. you there. <laughs> she did. Um, look, um, Despite all these things, the music for it is really well done. The art's really well done. And if you're looking for something that's got, you know, that romance story to it. The heartwarming sort of. It's good for a one time. Yes. It's, yeah. It, it's not going to be a classic. I think it'll probably end up sitting on probably about a 7.5 on Mal by the time a lot of people have seen it. Because there will be a lot of people who have detractors for it. Um, but I think it's interesting that they've at least tried to do a film which you know, looks at the, the challenges between relationships between able-bodied and uh, non-able-bodied people. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, obviously ourselves being able-bodied, we can't comment on, you know, what Josie's side of it would be, what could have caused her to become the way she is. Um, that That's not our place to say. Wasn't she born with it? 
No, no, I, no, it was it Maybelline. Maybelline. <laughs> no, I was, I, I was talking about her attitude and behaviour. Um, you know, like wh- how she was. You know, no, she was. Com- yeah, world. she was born like that. But uh, I believe her attitude was mainly because of the fear her grandmother had. Yeah, yeah it, um, it could be the case. environmental conditioning her, is a crazy thing. Yeah, it her is, grandmother kept telling her she couldn't do things, so she mm. believed it. Yeah, that's the thing with kids. If you tell them that they they can't do something eventually they will believe you yeah which is really sad yeah mm. bigger ha- to your I'm, kids i'm having a moment okay but also make sure they are well aware that they it's not final fantasy 14 where everyone is the hero <laughs> screw you i have the hero <laughs> Alrighty, well let, let's uh look if you want to catch it it is in cinemas and i believe it should be heading to I think Madman had the rights for it here, and I think Funimation had it in uh, in the US. So I think it should eventually end up on Funimation services, just like Demon Slayer has, for instance. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye out. We'll, we'll probably know more in the coming months. Definitely watch Demon Slayer, though. Yeah, the Demon Slayer film is great. <laughs> um, on that note... Wi-Fi Radio. Tonight on Anime Communicate. Great story. Compelling and rich. Nothing brings ratings up like a little controversy. And I've just forgot that I have sitting right in front of me Kenny's take. Oh. Oh, Ghost Kenny. Ghost Kenny, who is not with us because he's quite ill and uh, his voice is just gone. (laughs) So he sent through his take on Josie the Tiger and the Fish and uh, I'll I'll read it to you and then we'll get on to the anime news. The film's a very typical romance plot with very typical romance drama and very typical story beats. That's not necessarily a bad thing. The characters are well-defined in their goals and wants and flaws that even if you can see exactly what tropes are about to conspire against them, you care about these people enough to want to know they'll deal with it. These people being Tsunio and Josie. Tunio is a hardworking, diligent kind of guy, quiet but extremely passionate and single-minded about what he wants. And if he has, if he had any other kind of personality, he'd be the wrong sort of person to deal with Josie, who is uh, self-brash <laughs> and fiery and proud. And that pride makes her frustrating and insecure about her wheelchair-bound status. Thrown in an overprotective guardian that shields her from the experiencing life, and you can see how this film needs an hour and a half for the girl to mellow out and break out of her shell. Um, he does really like, says, goes on to say, uh, the friction between these two and how they work off each other really defines the two of them. And he's not wrong there. No, that, that's mm. no, it really does help define the characters. And Josie has helped to all new sights and experiences by Ts- Tsunio. Um, I, I just, I've got the song in my head now. I can't yeah. get it out. <laughs> <laughs> and not because he's helping her around. She shows him a number of times that she doesn't need anyone's help to actually, you know, be mobile. Uh, but more for the fact that he's constantly there for her, someone to hold on to while facing a fear. And he does. He goes on, says the film is quite stunning visually, and there's a particular focus on the small details and clutters that make the feel the world feel lived in. And then there's a note here saying soundtrack, and he's right. Soundtrack, yes, was, soundtrack good as well. was good. Soundtrack was good. Very good. Damn, Ken, that was good. Yeah, just banging that one out nice and nice and quick nice for and us quick. while he's hopped up on his uh, cough medicine. Yeah. <laughs> was that the censored version? <laughs> no, no, that's pretty much what he wrote. Like, <laughs> yeah, he um, did a good job. He did a good job. Wow. Um, right, let's talk about yes. the things that are making anime news. Now, we did find out last night on, because uh, we're recording Friday night this week, because we were meant to have a anime convention, uh, well, a pop culture anime convention here in Perth called Supernova, which is being cancelled um, due to a outbreak over East, meaning the organisers cannot get over to Perth. Um, Miss Rona at it again. Yeah. Hey-o. Um And it seems like it might also be, still be playing a bit of a problem for production in anime. So the series So I'm a Spider, So What? has delayed episode 24 due to production issues um the official website announced this last night the new episode was meant to come out on friday and it's the 24th and final episode of the season for it um the production issues um are apparently at studio millipence who are the main millipence who are the main uh team behind it and they did have a lot of problems with producing this series to begin with it was meant to come out in i think about 2018 oh wow originally and then they had issues no not 2018 2019 um they had issues with the actual production schedule due to the other stuff they had on and then they had coronavirus hit um so it got pushed back year by year um but um they haven't reported when the new episode will be out yet 
Eventually. Yeah. So um, it's just, I mean, because the season's ending as well, trying to find somewhere you can quickly air it yeah. is going to be a nightmare. Yeah, because everyone's like, no, this is my dedicated slot to watch the ending of this. Well, mm. I mean, not even that. It's just like one the way that they do TV programming in Japan is they do that three-month block for the anime stuff, and they also have their long-running serials, news TV shows already locked in months in advance. So when series gets delayed and a studio is already booked in it, I think we saw it with... oh. Demons eating kids. Never. Promise Neverland. Promise Neverland. Yeah. Promise Neverland couldn't get season two out in time, and then they ended up replaying all of season one. They re-aired the whole thing oh, in okay. Japan because they had that time slot and they needed to fill it. Hmm. Um, and that meant that they then had to organize to take up a time slot for the following season to actually put season two on. So they had extra time to make season two, and they still screwed it up. Yeah. Yeah. They, wow. They did. <laughs> um, I don't think it's as bad as you guys. Like you, you're going on about yeah, yeah but you, you've watched it I've watched it but I've read the manga <laughs> yeah well that's the thing but you can't you know I feel like I, I okay I haven't read the manga but I felt like that last part was so incredibly rushed mm. like they opened all these plot points and mm. they just rushed the end they did and the thing is is that a lot of stuff that this could should have been five seasons oh basically. yeah the last episode you mean uh, yeah the last episode was like five years yeah. Guess what? It's it been was like done. a timeline of five years, kind of thing, in yeah. one episode. Yeah. yeah, true. See that there, there was a good five seasons. Like the next season was meant to be the Goldie Pond arc, which wasn't even addressed at all, and that explains how the world became the way it was. Mm. Um, was that ever? I can't remember it ever uh, being addressed. I don't even remember hearing of it. Yeah, kind of, but not really. Yeah, and then there's the bunker, which has got a whole arc involved around it, and then there's that- um, uh, one where they go traveling on their own, um, just. Uh, those are both addressed. Yeah, but they they were quite lengthy and full. Uh, mm. Emma, Emma and Ray go for a really long adventure on their own. Mm. And then the reappearance of another character isn't meant to happen until after that. Um, you know, it's there's a lot of stuff that's meant to be included in that. The whole story with Musica and, you know, her, her cursed blood and all that is also meant to be like a full arc in itself. Well, like they also mm. brought up like the royals and stuff and then yeah. didn't do anything yeah. with them. Well, the, the royals are introduced in Goldie Pond. The whole society thing's introduced there and explains why it's a you know why the society is the way it is. But yeah, we've gone way off topic anyway. Um, <laughs> going back, going back. Mm. But yes, same thing with So I'm a Spider. It had those slots and it had to give them up and then wait for another one to become available so they could actually then put the show into production based on when it was meant to air. And that 24th one, it, I think, because Japan's gone back into lockdown and I'm pretty sure Miller Pencil Studio is in Central Tokyo. Ooh. That they just can't keep up with it obviously and i don't blame him like you know the situation there is not ideal now over on netflix uh netflix is streaming the sailor moon crystal series from july 1 now they're listing the entire anime series will begin streaming on there um the service lists that seasons of the anime will appear a premiere on that day they're not saying how many so we're not sure if it's season one two or three as well um depending on how big you are on Sailor Moon, you may not like the art style change. The third season changes it a lot, but still, like, because we watched, um, we talked we about this the, last episode. The cinema, the, the cinema, the movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't. I was not a fan of the art style. Isn't yeah. it supposed to be more towards the creator's original style, or? Yeah, um, no. Look, I mean, uh, uh, that, that. Because we've got a copy of um, the first volume of Sailor Moon right, literally right here in our hands. Yeah, and I'd say it definitely is. Because um, I remember when I first heard about it, that was the pitching point. Like, it's more accurate to the original Sailor Moon. Well, it's more accurate to the story of the original Sailor Moon, whereas the um, version we got in the 90s was and 2000s not. was very Monster of the Week sort of thing. Yeah, it was very, uh, hey, we'll take your idea, but we'll... Uh, We'll do what we want we'll, with it. We'll juice it. When did the manga come out? Uh, <laughs> manga was eight, late eighties, I think. Yeah, because it looks it looks very eighties. Yeah, uh, it, oh, it's yeah, a very it's very eighties style. eighties. But I'm just reading the the printing notes at the back, and it says uh, first published in two thousand three. So I'm like, oh, so this is. Did um, they change this one? What they did is this is two volumes in one. So up until 2003, all of Sailor Moon was done in single volume prints. 
Um, so like how I've got oh, my so Vinland like... Saga ones here, which have th- uh, three times the amount of chapters yeah. as, say, the Nagatoro ones that are on top of it. Yeah. Same sort of thing. So this is what would have been Volume 1 and 2 until 2003, and now it's just Volume 1. Yeah, it's just really strange that in the printing notes they don't mention the original, the original printing date. at all. Well, I guess because there never was an original printing in this format. Um, and also, like, this is the English version as well. So when was the first English uh, translation released as well? No idea. So, but um, I'm pretty sure Sailor Moon was, like, 19... I'm going to Google it right now. Yeah, good idea. So, um, But while you do that, I'll use this as an opportunity to just cover up and make stuff up. So, uh, <laughs> Oh, here we go. My stepdad actually collects the Akira manga. Oh, yeah. But he collects the individual issues. What? Not yes. the big ones. Whoa. Yeah. Ooh. So he's got all the way through to 36 and he's just missing the last two. Oh. And I was Yikes. talking to my sister about it the other day and I was like, so I, f- I found like the collection mangas and she's like, oh no, dad's already got those. He wants the weekly ones. And I was like, okay. Um, and she's like, yeah, they're 350 for episode for issue 37 and 1,000 for issue 38. Yeah. And the reason is when it was running, it wasn't that popular. So they didn't yeah, make wasn't. that many of yeah. them. So to get a hold of them now is incredibly hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they are doing, like, reprints and stuff. I mean, it it depends if he wants a reprint. He wants the original. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. I love my dad, but... Yeah. (laughs) But if you're going to be a collector... (laughs) If you are, you're going to. So 1991 to 1997, the manga ran. It's 61 chapters, 18 volumes. Um, In this particular version of it, it is now only uh, nine volumes in this format oh, okay. as opposed to sorry 10, ten yeah I was going to say I thought it was 10 but um, it's yeah it's look it's it's good like the, the manga's good um, Sailor Moon Crystal depends on your taste like if you've never seen Sailor Moon before fantastic you'll probably enjoy it quite a bit yeah because uh, you won't have any standards set for it no you, you, well, yeah. you won't have any expectations hmm. um, but um, yeah look it's it's if you haven't seen it before Netflix July 1 you can watch all of that, presumably part three is going to be on there as well, and the two films which are already on there as well. So that takes you right up to the mo- uh, I think it was like the dark... Sailor Moon Stars, I think it was. Can we also mention that we really appreciate the villain designs oh, from yeah. the original Sailor Moon? Oh <laughs> we were looking God. at them earlier. And, so oh, man. Some of them are just nuts. The minor villains are great. Like, they'd be great oh. for cosplay. Oh, yeah. Hands down. You, you, I would love Giant to Giant shoe. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sneaker one. That was so silly. <laughs> oh, some, some of them are just so beautiful as well. Yeah. Mm. They're just incredibly crafted. They've even got, uh, what is it, Vanya from Umbrella Academy. Uh, oh, so she's like a violin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And doesn't she? Yeah. <laughs> oh. No. Um, okay. Now, staying with Netflix, um, now I will be honest, there hasn't been a massive amount of major news because we're heading into that new anime season. All we're getting is the announcements of start dates at the moment for the new shows. Um, but there is something coming to Netflix, another anime film that you might want to check out. Lands on July 22nd worldwide and it's called Words Bubble Up Like Soda Pop. <gasps> yes. Now, this That's is adorable. done. adorable. It is adorable. It is done by Studio Flying Dog. That's adorable. Yep. Um, original anime film. It was due to open on June twenty fifth in Japan, so i.e. the day of this recording, um, and it was delayed. It was meant to, meant originally meant to come out on May fifteenth in Japan, but obviously state of emergency, no films being released. Mm. Um, classic boy meets girl story with words and music helping to bridge the gap between Cherry, a boy who is terrible at communicating with other people, and Smile, a girl who hides behind a mask. They meet in a mundane suburban shopping mall in a provincial city. Uh, Cherry always wears headphones and puts the feelings he cannot utter into his hobby, Japanese haikus. And Smile always wears a mask to conceal her large front teeth, for which she has dental braces. As a popular video star, she streams a video about seeking cuteness. Aww. Yeah, yeah. We, so we watched the trailer just before coming in here. The style is super cute. Yes, it's very colourful. Yes. It's mm. very nice. I'd, I'd recommend it. Look, I mean, this is going to be for free if you're on Netflix as well, worldwide. So. Yeah. Well, e- e- even if you're curious, just check out the trailer because mm. the trailer will hook you. Yeah. Uh, 
It looks like the classic story. It okay. does. So the start but... of the trailer, I was like, oh, okay, here we go. And then they're like, oh, no, I have to move away. And I was like, oh, oh what here a we go. Surprise. <laughs> yes, but what are they going to do? Because that's a classic dilemma, but there are many answers to that question. See, there's um, an anime series, a beautiful one called uh, Tsukimo, I think it was, but translates as the moon so beautiful, that traditional Japanese poem about, you know, offhandedly telling someone they're beautiful by saying the moon itself is beautiful when you're w- gazing at it with them. Uh, um, yes. so it's, like it's, that comic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the stars are beautiful today. You know what else is beautiful? What? All Might. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look, this um, th- that series had a really beautiful story about boy meets girl in school, the first sort of love thing, um, ending with you know him ha- uh, her having to leave or he having to leave the mm. town um, because the family was moving away same principle and then you know reconnects them later on in the credits which is really cute no um, but um, I-, I think this will be a very similar thing where like we'll watch it and we'll be like oh no they you know they're going to have to go their separate ways and there'll be a big you know declaration of love or something at some point yeah um, I think I actually yeah, know exactly did. what scene that is in the yeah, trailer yeah yeah um, and then um, you know he'll have to go or she'll have to go the next day and um, yeah, uh, I think it'll be. I'm not going to say it's going to be groundbreaking. No. It'll probably be fairly predictable, uh, but um, it's fun to experience those but things it, again. It looks fun. Yes, and I think that's the key thing. Like the character design's cute, and the premise is cute, and it's PG. So. And you're cute. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm trying to find Japanese words to say. <laughs> they're in they're giving each other smoochy eyes over the table. By the way, so jelly? <laughs> they're jelly. No, I'm good. It's a romance episode. We need to do romance. <laughs> That's another episode. That entirely. is another episode entirely. We need actually, to yeah, that that wouldn't be a bad topic. It, it would not be a bad topic. Gurren Lagann will be in there. And oh, we'll yeah. all be crying. Yes. Um, mm. Okay, that is where we're going to wrap up the news, and that does, of course, mean where we need to leave the episode. So let's head on out. Wi-Fi Radio. That will be where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Next time, a new anime season is on the horizon. It is upon us. And so that, of course, means we have to give a season in review and say what we actually enjoyed. Oh, yeah. Easy. Yeah. But yeah. it also means we've got to break out the swim trunks because it's the summer season. It is the summer season. Oh. And that means we need to tell you about what's actually worth checking out in our humble opinions. What's hot and what's not. Hmm. The sun. Yes. The beach. Which comes out in summer. Ah! <laughs> Can you tell we're recording this at 11 at night? Um, now, if you have enjoyed what you've heard, goodness gracious, hit that subscribe button and join us for future episodes. We also do have a YouTube edition of this podcast and dedicated videos on our channel. You can find a link in this episode's description if you want to check them out. And if you'd like to support the channel, we also have a Patreon. Uh, I did mention we come back to this. You can subscribe to that if you like. We share extra content such as episode outtakes, bits of us talking before the mics go live, um, which is not true because the mics are live. Always. 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 Yeah. Wi-Fi. Um, <laughs> you can hear our trash talking prior to this gold. Yeah, the, the solid gold. Well, um, if you sign up chocolate gold soon, you get to hear today's episode, mm-hmm. which was... We went absolutely ham for the episode. It yeah, went for a while. Oh, yeah. The, the internet kept dropping out. It was <laughs> shocking. Um, but you can join us over there. We have video extras, show updates as well. And if you can't afford to support us, it would be greatly appreciated. However, if you can't, that's fine as well. You can join the Wi-Fi community over on our social media channels. We share breaking news, memes, videos, and anything else that kind of pops up that relates to the anime world. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Discord. And, uh, yeah, that's you can find all of that if you go to kawaiifi.com.au. Oh, nice, nice convenient location. Nice and convenient location. <laughs> A lovely tree. It's very helpful in that regard. You've been listening to Kawaiifi Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, watch, watch some anime! anime!